150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 21. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List uh, from January to October. Uh, twice a month, I count down from 50 to 31, and then throughout the month of November, which about 10 years ago I dubbed as Persecuted Church Awareness Month, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, that's why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 22, today's 21, tomorrow will be 20, and so on until we get to the end of the month, ep- episode number 1, which is the worst country in the world for Christians to live based upon the persecution that they endure for their faith in Jesus Christ. So all of that being said, it is Wednesday, November 10th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Two of the 66 worshipers abducted on Sunday, October 31st at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Kaduna State have been killed by their captors. Chairman of the Christian Association of Nigeria, Kaduna Chapter, Reverend Joseph Hayab, said in a statement yesterday that gunmen opened fire on five of the kidnapped individuals, killing two and injuring three. He said, quote, the lives of Kaduna abducted worshippers are in danger and require urgent intervention of government and security agencies. The insecurity in Kaduna State has continued to grow beyond our imagination and is threatening the peace of the nation, unquote. The statement added, quote, Can Kaduna State is appealing to well-meaning individuals or individuals, organizations, those in authority, especially the federal government and the international community, to come to our rescue. The evil we are experiencing is more than what ordinary person in Kaduna and Nigeria can handle. C.A.N., is appealing to all Christians and people of our state to be united in fighting this evil and to be watchful, unquote. So, again, we've, we've heard, and I, like I said, we're going to continue to hear about Nigeria, especially Kaduna State, because it's a, a hotbed right now of violence against Christians. We just lost two brothers or sisters. It doesn't really tell us any too much information about them. And three other of our brothers and sisters have been injured by these Fulani militants who abducted them from their worship service on the 31st of October. So please continue to be praying for all of our brothers and sisters in um, Nigeria. This brings the death toll over two years to somewhere over 5,000, I believe. I mean, I read the number yesterday. It's over 5,000. But again, just bringing us more and more. Um, brothers and sisters who have been uh, martyred for their faith in Christ. So continue to pray for those in Nigeria. And that brings us to our country for today on the world watch list, number 21, which is Uzbekistan. Uh, A little bit of 
some facts about Uzbekistan. The region is Central Asia. Persecution type is dictatorial paranoia. Their main religion is Islam. The persecution level is very high. Population of Uzbekistan is 33,236,000, of which about 345,000 are Christian. So about 10%? No, 1%. Yeah, math is hard. Uh, government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Shavkat Mirzoyoyev. I will not try to pronounce his name again. I shouldn't try to pronounce any of these names. What does persecution look like? Uh, for Christians in Uzbekistan. Christians from Muslim backgrounds face the brunt of persecution in Uzbekistan. They face considerable pressure from family, friends, and communities who see them as traitors, particularly outside of urban areas. No religious activities beyond state-run and state-controlled institutions are allowed, and Christians who are members of unregistered churches are viewed as a threat to the government. Believers may have their meetings raided and be arrested or fined for taking part in quote-unquote illegal religious activities. Church leaders are especially targeted because the authorities want to cause a ripple effect of fear and anxiety in their congregations. Russian Orthodox churches are least susceptible to pressure and persecution because most of their members are Russian and tend not to try to reach out to the Uzbek population. What has changed in Uzbekistan? Although Uzbekistan has dropped three places from last year's World Watch List ranking, life as a Christian in the country remains hugely challenging. Believers continue to face enormous pressure from families and communities, and imposing government restrictions greatly affect church life and witness. However, there were fewer reports of violent incidents compared with last year. It is unclear yet whether President Mirza Yoyev who came to power in 2016 after the death of longtime leader Islam Karimov, will bring any policy changes that will affect Christians. Who's the most vulnerable? The decision to leave Islam and follow Jesus can be an enormously costly one, paving the way for harassment and intimidation from family, friends, and the local community. The risk is heightened for many women who, given societal expectations around submission, are effectively not allowed to choose their own religion. Church leaders are also targeted for persecution. They can be fined, detained, or put under house arrest for their involvement in Christian activities. So prayer points for Uzbekistan. Pray for the leadership of President Shavkat Mirziyoyev. Said I wasn't going to try to say it anymore, and they keep putting it in here. We'll bring welcome changes for the country's Christian population. Pray the Holy Spirit will encourage, equip, and empower believers facing pressure and persecution. Request ongoing protection and nourishment of church leaders in Uzbekistan who can come under immense pressure in their roles. Let's pray. Father, thank you uh, for this time we have to come together to pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in you, Lord. We thank you that you've provided for us a, a, a medium here, a social media, that we can come together across vast distances and across the expanse of time, Lord, because many people will be watching this later today, days from now, and still joining their voices with ours as we pray for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted for their faith in you. Lord, we lift up the believers in Nigeria, specifically in Kaduna State, and even more specifically, Lord, this group of believers who was kidnapped at the end of October and those who have been uh, martyred, who have been uh, sent home to be with you, Lord. Uh, we pray for their families, that they will have peace. We pray for those who were injured in this, this most recent attack, um, that they would heal quickly. 
Lord, and that, again, you would use their willingness to endure this persecution by these Fulani militants and Boko Haram and other groups that operate in that area. Lord, we pray that you would use their witness to draw those people, even their own captors, uh, to repentance and faith, Lord, that they would turn from their sin and that they would trust in you and what you did for them on the cross. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Uzbekistan. We pray for the president there, that he, and as he has assumed a new role within the last four years, five years, Lord, that you would, you would move upon his heart, that you would turn the heart of kings, Lord, that he would begin to implement uh, policy changes that would ease the restriction on Christians and, and believers in that area, Lord, that people would have the ability to worship you um, freely in this place without fear of uh, persecution from the government or others around them. Lord, we pray that you would encourage and equip um, those believers who are facing pressure and persecution, that by your spirit they would still continue to be bold in their proclamation of your truth, and that they would, they would stand uh, fearless before their abductors or their persecutors, Lord, that um, they would stand fearless before them, proclaiming your gospel, and you would use that again to draw people to yourself. And we pray for uh, the leaders there. Father, I pray for wisdom. I pray for um, just a, a supernatural ability to uh, disciple those that you have put into their flocks, that those people would grow um, more and more in their, their maturity and their faith and in, in their knowledge of the gospel. And again, God, that you would take all of this and that you would use it to, to your glory to draw people to repentance and faith in you and that you would be glorified in all of it because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, thank you guys for taking part and being part of this, joining with us to pray. If you know anyone else who's willing to take 10 to 15 minutes a day to watch a video or download an audio podcast and listen to it, um, become more aware of the persecution our brothers and sisters are enduring, and lift up their voices to pray for those believers around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. If you haven't already, um, you can invite them over to the Fifth Seal page on Facebook or hit the subscribe button, hit the notification button on uh, the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Get all the content that I release there. Or again, you can send them to anywhere where they get um, their audio podcasts, Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere it is there. Just search for the fifth seal. And again, I keep these pretty short and sweet, 10 to 15 minutes in each one. So it's not going to take up a lot of time, but they can still join with us to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. One more time, thank you guys who have already done that and are faithfully here every day joining and, and lifting up and praying for our brothers and sisters around the world. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm -hmm.